here's the formula for the graph that I gave you just a few data points for. y equals 25 nines times x to the fourth minus 250 over 9 times x cubed plus 625 over 9 times x squared. That's a formula for the graph that I only gave you a few points on. So let's take this formula and work with it on our graphing calculators because when we use our graphing calculators with this formula we can get more data and we'll get a better way to figure out approximately how fast we were going at exactly hour two in our trip. So if you've got your graphing calculator out, let's enter the formula into the y equals editor, the graphing editor. So remember you go to the green diamond, F1, y equals. So green diamond F1 gets you into the y equals editor. And we want to enter this formula for this graph so we can look at the graph and then generate some data from it. So we're going to have 25 ninths, and I have to zoom back out. 25 divided by 9 times x to the fourth minus 250 divided by 9, 259 times x cubed plus. 625 divided by 9 times x squared. So we can't see all of it because it's so long, but there's the last part of it. If we hit enter, it'll put it in pretty print for us. 25 9 times x to the fourth. Um, I'm not sure why it did that one this way. Minus 259 times x cubed plus 625 ninths, and there's more. You see that little arrow right there telling us that there's more, so I need to use my blue blue right arrow to get there, times x squared. So that's the formula I want, and now I want to look at the graph. And if we, I don't know if you generally like to start with a zoom standard, that's F2, number six, zoom standard. If we do that and hit enter, That's the one that gives us a window from negative 10 to 10 and negative 10 to 10. And you'll notice it doesn't look exactly like what we want. It's very steep here, and then it's steep again, and we're missing the top. And why is that? Remembering that we've already looked at some of the data for this problem, you might recall that the maximum value, the farthest distance we went, was over 100 miles. And this only goes to 10 miles. And the x-axis is okay. One, two, three, four, notice five, mi- five hours, we're back to where we started. We really don't need all this extra stuff. We don't need all the extra stuff on the left. We don't need all the stuff on the bottom. So let's customize our window a little better. So green diamond, F2 for window. X min, I don't need all that. I really just need maybe, I'm gonna start actually at zero because The graph only applies to when our time starts at zero hours. And the x max, I'm going to go to six hours, because our our graph finishes at five. And um, in fact, that might bother us a little bit. We'll, We'll leave it there for now. Y min, I don't need all that negative stuff either. But let me go first to my y max. I traveled 108 miles total, so maybe I should do 110 miles for my y max. And then the the And then the scale of 1, that's going to be kind of hard to read. Since we're going up to 110, let's do a y scale of 10. 
And then I actually will leave my Y min alone because I often like to, if I don't need to go below, say, the x-axis, and my scaling is every 10, then I might just go one unit down. And since my scale is 10, I'll go down to negative 10, like it says there. So I'm just going to change Y scale to 10, and I have to zoom out to do that. So here's what your window should look like if you want it to look like mine. X min 0, X max 6, X scale every hour. If you want to do half hour, that's fine. Y min, negative 10 miles. Y max, 110 miles. Y scale, that's not correct. It should be 10, and it says 0. So I'm going to change that to 10. Okay, so now I changed the Y scale to 10. It looks a little funny, but it'll understand that, I think. And now I want to look at the graph. So green diamond F3. And it's steeper than the one we had on Excel because it doesn't go up, the Y scale doesn't go up as high. Now notice here, this curve keeps going after five hours. That's because the curve is defined for all X. It also, if I, if I let it, would keep going on the other side as well. It actually will go up because it, the first leading term is 25 ninths X to the fourth. So if you remember from chapter one, when you're looking at the, the graphs of different functions, it's an X to the fourth function, polynomial, and it's got a positive coefficient. So that means it acts, the end behavior acts like maybe two goalposts in football. They, and they both go up because the coefficient is positive 25 ninths. So it really, it's an X to the fourth that opens up. And we're only looking from x equals 0, and we really only care to x equals 5. After 5 hours, it does keep going up. um, But you certainly, in your example, probably would not turn right back around and go back. So so that doesn't make any sense. So just imagine it stopping here at 6. Or you can change your window. Sorry, stops at 5. And then look at the graph. And that'll only be the graph that you want from 0 to 5. And if you want it to look more like the Excel graph, if you want a little more space up on top, you could change your window to maybe have a Y max of maybe 120, 130, 150, whatever you want that's bigger than 110. And there's a little more space on top. So here's our graph, and remember, the reason I gave you this graph is because we needed more information to get a a good approximation of maybe your instantaneous velocity at two hours. We could ask the question similarly at one hour, or one and a half hours, or three hours, or four, any time along the trip, 2.28 hours along the trip, somewhere around here. We could ask, how fast were you going? What did your speedometer say? And that question is answered by looking at the graph still. But if you can imagine just looking at one point on the graph and then imagining a line that represents the shape of the curve at that point, that's got a a special name, and we're going to talk about it a little later. But looking at that point, I want to know how fast you're traveling. How, How, In this case, how fast is the curve going up? Or how fast is the curve going down over here? So that's the instantaneous rate of change that we're looking for. And that's, that's the question that inspired calculus. So I gave you this formula 
so that we could have more points because the more points we have the more accurate we can be by using two points and getting a slope nearby so let me show you what i mean